Welcome to episode 92 of the Mayberry Devotional entitled Family. Today I'll be looking at season 3, episode 26 of the Andy Griffith Show, Andy's English Valet, and I'll be looking at scripture from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19. As the episode starts, we see Andy is trying to get Aunt B ready to go to the bus for her trip. Just as she is about to get in the squad car, she has to go back in the house for a scarf that she forgot. While she's inside, a gentleman rides up on a bicycle and starts talking to Andy. Later on, we find out that this man's name is Malcolm Merriweather, and he's from England. After talking to Andy for a few minutes, Malcolm ends up getting directions for his trip because he is trying to see as many towns on his vacation as he can. The scene changes after Andy and B drive away, and we see downtown Mayberry as Malcolm is on his bicycle and reading his map, and more notably, not paying attention to where he's going. Malcolm ends up causing Fletch Roberts to crash his truck into some packing crates. Barney takes Malcolm to the courthouse to stand before Andy. Fletch ends up leaving to take his truck to Wally's to see how much it's going to cost to get it fixed while Andy and Barney end up talking to Malcolm. When Andy tells Malcolm how much the damage is to Fletch's truck, Malcolm kind of looks in his wallet and he realizes that he don't have that much money and Barney moves to put Malcolm in jail. In that moment, Andy comes up with a plan to get Malcolm to help out around the house and he will pay him in order to help him pay his debt. As we see Malcolm try to do some work around Andy's house, it becomes quickly evident that Malcolm isn't much of a handyman. Andy stops by to get some food for lunch, and we found out that fixing food and working inside of the house is more of Malcolm's specialty. Later, when Andy comes home, he finds Opie is dressed up in his suit, ready for dinner. Malcolm comes out of the kitchen, and we find out that Malcolm has plans for Andy, too. He's going to have to take a bath, and he's going to have to put on his suit for dinner. Later at the dinner table, we see Andy and Opie sitting down to a dinner that looks like it would come from a five-star restaurant with candles on the table, too. Barney comes in dressed casually, wanting to see if Andy wants to go down to the filling station to get a bottle of pop. When Barney sees Andy and Opie are dressed up, he assumes that they have company. Malcolm comes out of the kitchen and finds Barney, and they try to invite Barney to stay and eat. Barney fills out a place, not wearing his suit, and ends up leaving. He feels kind of embarrassed. The next morning, we see that Malcolm makes Andy wear a tie with his uniform, and we see that he tries to treat Andy like he does the other people that he's worked for. He brings Andy his paper, tries to help him dress, makes him wear a tie, and even drives him to the courthouse. As Barney brings Andy home later that night, Andy admits to Barney that Malcolm is driving him crazy, and he really wants to get rid of him. As Andy walks in, he hears a conversation between Malcolm and Opie where Malcolm admits how his stay in Mayberry has been so good because how the Taylors have treated him. Malcolm takes Opie upstairs to put him to bed when Barney returns and he returns Andy's hat and tie. Andy and Barney step out on the front porch to talk about Malcolm when Malcolm ends up coming down to get some milk for Opie. Barney and Andy are talking on the front porch of how that he still hasn't figured out how he's going to tell Malcolm that he has to go. Unknown to them at the time, Malcolm is walking by and he hears the better part of the conversation about himself. The next morning at breakfast, we find out that, to Opie's disappointment, Malcolm has left. Barney stops by and we see that Andy finds a glass of milk at the window, which we find out was the glass that Malcolm was supposed to bring Opie the night before. When Andy sees it was left at the window, he quickly figures out that Malcolm has overheard the conversation between him and Barney. It's at that point that Andy goes to look for Malcolm and finds him on a dirt road outside of town. When he stops him, he makes it clear that Malcolm is accepted at his house and he expects him to finish his work there, which makes Malcolm really happy. 
The epilogue shows that Aunt B has returned home and Malcolm is about to leave. Malcolm starts telling of what he's left for Opie and Andy using English terms, and Aunt B can't figure out a word he's saying, but Andy and Opie go on talking like they know exactly what he's saying, causing Aunt B to get even more confused. The scripture I want to look at comes from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. In Paul's letter to the Ephesians, the second chapter, starts off by talking about God's love for mankind and how we obtain favor with God by faith and not by works. He continues to write about the Gentiles and what God did for them. Gentiles were essentially anyone who wasn't a Jew or a Samaritan. Samaritans were once Jews who intermarried and they were looked down upon. Paul writes that Gentiles normally separated themselves from Jews, but God now brings the good news of the gospel to the Gentiles, and because of this, Paul writes that there are two groups that are no longer strangers to each other, but they're fellow citizens and their family members in the house of God. Paul says that we are no longer separate, but we are of one body now. Near the end of the episode, we see that Malcolm is sitting on the floor with Opie, making him something out of paper. Malcolm talks to Opie and confesses to him that he thought that the English and the Americans were quite different. He tells them that staying with Andy and Opie was the nicest part of his vacation. He attributes all of this to the way that Andy has treated him. Andy helped to show Malcolm that Americans could be nice and helpful too. Had Malcolm gone to a different city, things might not have turned out so well. Malcolm could have ridden through without meeting anybody, or he could have ran into trouble in another town, and where somebody, maybe they hadn't have treated him as well. You might say that Malcolm felt at home there in Mayberry. Think about your second favorite vacation spot that you like going back to. I ask it like that because if you're listening to this podcast, your favorite vacation spot has got to be Mayberry. I mean, Mount Airy. So what makes it your second favorite vacation spot? Is it the view, the sand on the beach, the water by the lake, the trees outside the camper, or maybe it's the people that make it so nice? I would dare to say that your favorite spot has something to do with the people in the area. Hopefully, wherever you like to go, you're treated nice and treated like family. I love to go scuba diving on a little island in the southern Caribbean called Bonaire. It's right next to Aruba. It's formerly a Dutch island, but English is spoken there and they use American money. The island caters to scuba divers and snorkelers. Every time we've been, with just a few exceptions, everyone has been really nice. The resorts treat you like family. You know, the family that you like, not the crazy aunt or uncle that you hide from at the reunion. I read an article that 42% of Bonaire's economy is based on tourism, so making people feel at home is important to them. How do we treat visitors when they come to our church? Let's take a look at a, a couple that has a new baby. They've come to the morning service at the Zion Cathedral Church on the hilltop Southern Free Will Independent Missionary Baptist Church for their first visit. As they sit down, a deacon comes over and asks them to get up and move up a pew as the pew they're sitting is. Well, that's Widow Brown's pew and she's been coming to this church 38 years faithfully and well, they can't ask her to move. Then the pastor comes around, shakes their hand, but doesn't even ask their names. As the offering plate is passed around, the deacon frowns when the husband only puts in a $10 bill. The preacher asks if there's any new visitors and asks them to stand up and introduce themselves and why they chose this church, while the young couple tries to hide behind the older couple that's in front of him. Once the sermon starts, the baby starts to cry a little bit, and a couple of the older men in church turn around and start to stare at the new couple. 
Widow Brown, sitting behind the young couple, wakes up and tells the mother that they have a nice nursery where the baby would be happy. When the service is over, a couple of the, the gossiping women in the next aisle over, well, they're whispering and one even points a finger at the mother. One of the deacons comes by and invites the young couple to come back next Sunday and reminds them that they have a video broadcast of the church service. And then the pastor stops by to give the couple an application for membership of the church, all on their first visit. Now, I know this story is a stretch, but if you've been going to church for a while, you might have seen one of these things happen before. Maybe even more than one. If not, consider yourself lucky. As you can guess, this couple probably didn't feel like they were fellow citizens, as Paul writes. They didn't feel like family. Paul writes that because of Christ's work, Jews and Gentiles alike will have free access to God. We can consider ourselves family here on earth. I think Malcolm felt at home with Andy and Opie because they made him feel like family. When you come to Mount Airy, I hope you've been treated right. I hope everybody has made you to feel like family. The next time that you see that new couple come into church, take time to welcome them, take time to get to know them, and take time to treat them like family. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. I hope you'll join me next week as I'll be looking at Season 3, Episode 27, Barney's First Car. Until then, thanks for listening.